Small Town Perks. We're your hosts, Rod Perkins. And I'm Dustin Perkins. We're here on a lovely, lovely evening in late April. The end of April. Coming to you from the lovely town of Frankfort, Indiana. We're going to talk about the town a little bit. So we've both uh, pretty much been here all, all our life, on and off, for my part. Um, I'm trying to think of good things about the town. What are good things about Frankfurt? Not potential, but what are the good things about Frankfurt? Um, I would say, like you know, if if you like that small town feel, you know, I, I think to each their own. But if you like the small town feel and knowing everybody's business and knowing, you know where things are and exactly what you're going to get on a day-to-day basis. I think that's one positive. Um, right. It's not too small to where there's nothing to do, nothing to eat, but I think there's just barely enough. Do we have choices as far as dining enough maybe to get by um, and to be content? You know, you can find yourself the good Pizza place that you like. Find yourself the good Chinese, even though we only have two Chinese. Find yourself the good Mexican food. Sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's Everybody good. has their has their take on what's the best Mexican food is, and it's always funny because it's always somebody's mom or aunt when you meet a Hispanic person that right. has the best. Yeah, uh, it always cracks me up. <laughs> sure, like okay, come on. <laughs> You're all probably pretty good. Let's let's be honest. I. I think this town has a lot of potential, but I don't think that it's going to change anytime soon. They may say, oh, hey, you know, things are going to change. Things are changing in Frankfurt and yada, yada, yada. That's that's the big mayoral thing. Keep Frankfurt moving forward. Moving forward towards what? Yeah. I mean, what, what, what are we moving towards? Well, we're, I, <laughs> we're still a town that they're fighting a huge drug epidemic in this town. Right. And, you know, I, I don't think they can combat it. We hear that. That's the soft tapping of the beautiful spring rain. Makes me want to pee. Yeah. Well, Frankfurt really, they kind of, they, they kind of got themselves in a little jam between Indiana is a lot of small farming towns with some manufacturing attached to it. That's the majority of Indiana population wise, but just area wise. Right. You've got a couple of major cities with colleges, but Mm -hmm. like everything else is just small towns, you know, County seats are a lot of more small fucking towns. Mm-hmm. Frankfurt is the unfortunate disadvantage of being sandwiched between what I would say four cities or towns in the case of Lebanon um, that have just a, just more options where people are more apt to, to go, I'm fucking sick of this town. You can go to Kokomo. You've got much better options. 
You can go to Lafayette and have way more better options as far as what to do, where to eat, schools for your children. You know, the standard of living is a little better. And if you wanted something like Frankfurt, but maybe just a little cleaner and just a little more up to date, you go to Lebanon. Right. And less than an hour away, you're in the capital city. Right. So it's like, it's really gotta, it's really gotta kind of make its own. I don't think that there's gonna ever be much growth just because of that. I just don't. I don't think there's there's anything that they can do about it. I mean. And I'm, and I'm, I'm not trying to bash this city. I've lived here my whole life. It's made me who I am. Whether, you know, whether it be if I understand the good and the bad. Like you take the good with the bad in any situation. There's still a lot of good people left in this town. It's just I feel like when they go do things, it's outside of this town. The people that don't have a whole lot morally to offer are the ones that go to the bars. So you always feel on edge when you go to any bars in this town because you feel like all you're going to get is in a fight. Dirty looks. Or, and... oh, why is he in... You know, like, you know, it right, just, yeah. It, it feels like... You're walking into a small town and going to the only bar in that town where all the townies go and you're a new face in there. Mm-hmm. And it's like all eyes on you. It's like, man, I grew up in this town as well. Right. You know, I, I went to Lincoln. I went, I, I lived in the same house almost my whole life. Right. I mean, and I, f- I feel even more out of it when I go into the bar in a town where. I mean, it's just short of the record skipping and a chair screeching and everybody turn. You know what I mean? When the guy walks in, the record goes, and you hear a chair goes like that. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm from here too, but yeah, it's, I don't know, man. I, I think it, I think people who had high aspirations and went off to college continued on from there. And didn't look back. And I think a big majority of the people who stayed, or I shouldn't say a big majority, of a vast amount of people who stayed, they they get caught up in this little vicious cycle that starts with like not having a lot to do when you're a teenager. So you turn to doing drugs recreationally. You're just smoking weed. You're drinking a little bit here and there. You're a hell of a drug. Okay. Yeah. They're lucky you get cocaine that's usually cut pretty badly, but um And then and then, you know, if you get too a lot of people get too caught up into it to where they either drop out of school, get their GED, go to the go to the factory, go to the warehouse, or if they do graduate, they go to the factory or the warehouse anyway. Now they're caught up in working all the time. Like a lot of people work all the fucking time, have more, you know, most people, not most people, some people even have more than one job just to try to make it. And then they start having kids. But before that, if they're not having kids, you know, they work so much that when they have an off time, they go up to the bar. Now they drink a little too much because, man, they don't get much rec time. 
So boy, when they cut loose, they're cutting loose. And now they get a DUI. You know, a lot of people in this town have fucking DUIs. So they, you get caught up in... I have two in, of them. You get caught up... I have one. You get caught up in... In, like, this this cycle of, like, wanting to relieve yourself from working so much at these factories. I think a lot of people do, and then... It's a factory And then a handful of them get caught up in doing meth, and then there you go. And then the opioids, you're just trying to... You're trying to feel a little different when you're not working. And there's a lot of substance abusers in this town. And I think that part of not having anything to do starts that. But even when they've tried to bring stuff for here for people to do for whatever reason it just doesn't it doesn't stay well maintained yeah, and, and, and that's what happens I think a lot like with I just think that they a lot of the things that they put out here for kids for teenagers they don't maintain those properties right, sure it goes down then they go out of business stuff gets stop coming you know, we had a really cool little megaplex where there was a, a maze and there were batting cages. Well, you're going old school. There was shit to do there, but you're going 25 years ago. You notice that it went downhill. They stopped maintaining the maze. There were giant holes in it. It wasn't fun anymore. So they just they closed it down. They had a bowling alley. The shit was way out of town. Nobody, you kind of forget it's there when they're not advertising and they're not. Well, and, putting on different events and well, and and those like the bowling alley, yeah. they they focused more on league leagues, and you go there with your kids, and they're like, oh, sorry, it's a league night. Well, last night was a league night. Well, about tomorrow, oh, tomorrow it's a league night as well. Like, man, right. you know, come on, like you gotta have, right. you gotta have something for people to do, or they're gonna go to a different town. Yeah, and hey. you know, but as far as the 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 doing drugs and things in this town and maybe I'm the only one that feels this way but you know it's my opinion they're trying to do away with all these drug dealers and they're they're catching all these people that are doing drugs to snitch on someone higher up and things but I think what we've lost sight of in today's society is the biggest drug dealers are Walgreens, CVS Walmart Right. Those are the places that get people addicted a to... Dr. Pill Pusher, too. I mean, they get people addicted to pain painkillers. Yeah. And then when... Oh, sorry, you can't have it anymore. Well, people are... In the, at least in their mind, they're in tremendous pain. Right. So they switch to something else that's illegal. And it's cheaper, actually, to go get heroin or whatever. Right. You know, I, I don't want to get all into drugs and stuff like that because it is what it is. I mean, but it is a, I mean, it is a, a big part of this, of this town. I mean, it's, but, but it, you know, it, the only thing is, is it's scary because I'm not the person that's going to go do drugs. I'm just not, you know, I'm not going to do that because I don't have that kind of personality. And even if I tried something, okay, I tried it, but I, I don't have an addictive personality to where it's like. Oh man, this is it. I mean, we're sort of beyond that but, age too. I'd like to but, think, but I but I worry about my kids and what they don't understand about drugs. And you know, you can just sit and talk to your kids about everything under the sun, just like our parents did. But we have one thing is you that you have to learn for yourself. 
I don't think my parents really even talked about drugs until I got caught with drugs. <laughs> I know my dad was the king of not saying anything about anything. That one sports related or Hoosier related. Come on, think about it. Well, that's... You remember him? We never had... We never well, had any I, conversations. I, I, I only remember your dad at a young age. Right. It was the same, but even quieter. My dad is my dad's the same way. You know, my dad is your dad's older brother, and my dad's the same way. It's like, you know, out of sight, out of mind. Right. And <clears throat> if it doesn't... Now, if, if I ever got caught doing drugs... Right. Then there's going to be hell to pay. Right. But... You, you, you can have the best household money drugs, can buy. There, there's, and, and there's no... And there's still... I did a lot of drugs as a teenager, and I had drugs fucking, don't Drugs don't choose... We all choose our own path and right. what we're going to do. But, I mean, you can try to have as stable as a home environment as you can have in hopes that you present better options to your children than drugs, but well, I always said, had tons of options. I mean, I grew up fine. I, I would say middle class as hell. <clears throat> we had a, a place on a lake. We had, I had a, he gave me a fucking moped when I turned 14, you know? I had go-karts and yeah. anything I'd ever really wanted, you know? Eventually a nice place right on the outskirts of town. Plenty of, I mean, it wasn't like I was a product of not having and, any, and, you know, not having a dad around and right, stricken poverty and cockroach fested sure apartment. And I still did tons of drugs and I still got caught all the time and I still got, you know what I mean? So I really think it's, it's, it's beyond that. I think it's beyond the home. I think you've got to have a whole, I don't know. It's just, I think people are more, I, I don't know. I think this is sort of your makeup. You know, me, I always kind of wanted to try everything. I was an experimenter in, in, in everything and in music and me, art I, and writing and film and me, I was, <laughs> social activities. Me, I was always the person that didn't want to try everything. Like, man, what's this going to do to me? Like, yeah. uh, you know, and I don't think there's anything wrong with either side of it because no. you know my brother <laughs> one of the biggest potheads you'll ever meet but he's a functioning pothead he doesn't he doesn't he never got any other drugs they say marijuana is a gateway drug man bullshit it's only you know it's all about personality and all right. about how you treat it right you know like i i drink beer almost right. every day i don't drink a lot of beer every day i may have Two or three beers at night, but you know what? It's legal. But do I think that alcohol can grab a hold of you just like anything else can? Yes, I do. Mm -hmm. But I don't have that personality that tells me, oh, dude, like, uh, you just sneak this bottle of fucking vodka to work with you and just get drunk <laughs> all day. No, I, I, that's yeah. stupid to me. It's, right. Well, I mean, that's your. Yeah, yeah, I'd, that's, I'd rather have a Pepsi. You know, what I mean? that's your personality. A lot of people get latched onto wanting to feel that numbness or that aloofness all the time because they're such. The personality dictates otherwise that they're probably not who they want to be. You know, I. 
A lot of it's a lot of it is it's just the personality of the person, you know. Like you said marijuana doesn't lead to harder drugs. People's personality types and sort of their makeups. They get and tired their of social that, situations. They get tired of that same high, so they try something else. Yeah. And or when they're high, they're more apt to try try else. other things. Or when, or when they're, they're drunk, drunk they're, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right. But you know, I I like I like this town in the aspect of it's small town USA but I don't like it in the fact that it tries to be more than what it is right we, like this town has like you know of course you bring in a Walmart and you bring uh, but but the thing is you bring in all these big corporations all these chains well all that does is hurt places like Schultz IGA and places that have been around in this in this neighborhood for way longer than Walmart ever thought about being here. And Walmart is a place that just tries to get their store to be a one-stop shop. Well, hell, you can get your oil changed, get new tires put on, buy your alcohol, buy your groceries while you're waiting on your vehicle to get fixed you can get your prescription pick up a video game pick up a video game or you know whatever you can print out some pictures while you're there like right. come on man they, they do all that shit but don't have enough people working there to accommodate for how many people are checking out yeah <laughs> like damn you have you have, you have 30 registers and only two people working yeah and, and the line's out the door and i hate these dickheads on facebook and if you're one of them cut the yeah, shit fuck where, you they po- where they post the thing and they'll say like uh, i don't even know what he's about to say but it'll fuck say you. like you know um don't scan your own items at the fucking blah 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 you're taking somebody's job away no motherfucker that's the quickest way to get the fuck out of there yeah. because i'm not waiting in fucking two lines where there's they're full and the carts are full. I, I'm a fucking single guy. I literally shop by the day. By the day. By the day. I get my meat the day I'm gonna fucking make it. I buy what I'm gonna make that night. There are some things I get over the week before the kids come on the weekends that last. I do more of my shopping there. Sure. And that, but most of my day to day shit is literally day to day. So dude, I'm grabbing two fucking things because well, and I'm I, fucking scanning them and getting out. If there were 30 registers open, of course I would walk up and just scan it. Or right. have the lady scan it for me. But fuckers, no. I'm not taking nobody's job. It's Walmart is not providing right. jobs. <laughs> and, you know, it, oh, of course, I even do. I didn't, uh, I didn't set my phone. Bad, bad. It's bad for me not to turn my phone on vibrate. I even shop sometimes day to day because I'm not going to buy a bunch of different dinners. And then, you know what? My mood changes and I don't feel like cooking that or I don't feel like eating that. Right. So I'll go to Walmart three or four times a week and I have a house full of five people. But let's also remember that they provide a service that because of our economy, I think really that's what, I mean... If we were making more money, I could afford to go downtown to a place that's going to charge me, you know, almost twice as what Walmart's going to charge me to get photo prints. Or, you know, IGA, some of their shit's fucking twice as much as Walmart. 
I mean, that's it a is. big thing. When you're squeezing that penny, you've got no fucking choice. You can't go to these specialty play in this small town like this. You just can't. You can't. No, not when they're charging four, like four twenty nine a gallon for milk. They have one brand of milk that they sell there, that Prairie Farms, which is great milk. Sure, that's, that's cool. But it all came from a cow. Right. Well, I can go to Ruler Food or to Walmart and get it for 89 cents or 99 cents for a gallon. It's like, man, I can get four gallons of milk for the price of one at Schultz. Like, right. Would I rather go to Schultz? Absolutely. I would rather be the person that goes to Schultz. And supports small town USA, but I just can't. And I, I right. I mean, it, the it economy just, it, gets better. You'll see people being able to do those kind of things and avoid going to the WalMarts. But until that happens, until our but, cost of living goes up, but honestly, man, shit. honestly, you can go to Walmart and just about get anything. That you can go to Lafayette and get, except for like name brand clothes. You can go, Walmart has most of the same stuff that Best Buy has. You go there to get an app, you can go there and get an iPhone, you can go well, there and get. Yeah, it's dumb, it's dumb to do, to, most of my shit, if I want something big, like, I look that shit up online on Walmart.com. Oh yeah. And I'll have it sent to Walmart. Right. Cheaper. Absolutely. Because. And Best Buy, the only reason I would ever go there when I'm in Lafayette, I take the down there, he likes to see electronics, is to get my hands on stuff and go, okay, this is the piece of electronics that I'm going to now go sure. and order online for two-thirds of the price. <laughs> I mean, real honestly, I, Best Buy is fucking ridiculous. I mean, the only thing about Walmart that I that I don't like is if you go there, they can't answer any questions as far as electronics go right. and things like things of that nature. Right. But you think about it, man, you can literally go to Walmart and get all your Christmas presents. If you really wanted to. Oh, I did. I mean, <laughs> I mean, Except for one thing, I didn't get the PlayStation. No. But yeah, well, you can probably, I mean, the thing is you can go to game exchange or get a disc replay and get one for a lot cheaper or Amazon. Well, I, know. I ordered well, That's what I mean. I ordered it for a lot. Cheaper. And think of Amazon. Thing. Think of Amazon. I wish I would have put stock in Amazon when it first started. Right. I used to order if books I put, if online I from there from when I was overseas, when it was just books. It was just books. You imagine uh, you imagine if you put ten grand when Amazon first started at whatever whatever it was, a share, and you say you bought, you know, a thousand shares or whatever it right. ended up being. You know, How much money you'd have any, now? Any, now? Now, man, I've thought about this. Any the next time I get a good, a good four figure bump, meaning ahead of what I've got going on right now with my income, whenever that happens again, I'm really, I really want to hold off on something and then really put something into the stock market. And the way I want to do it is, I want to go for what's. Taking, the way Martha Stewart did. Well, I want to, <laughs> I want to do it. <laughs> you know how that people are always trying to guess on what the next thing is, how to it's get a on gamble. the next thing, right? But it's not when you're talking about already established products, sure, that take a hit for whatever stupid reason. 
when it, it goes like Netflix, down. when it first well, okay. changed from well, the the sin and the the disc to streaming. But you didn't know that because you you wouldn't have things that you were able to. Okay, for example, when Elon Musk went on Joe Rogan's podcast, he took a, not even a half a hit of a joint. His stock plummeted, right? Um, Tesla stock. That's when I went about Tesla stock. Because you know it's going to come back up. That's not going to sink yeah. the whole I, fucking I just, thing. I just saw where they lowered the price of their their uh, solar panels to get more interest in people mm-hmm. buying them. So, But hit on these things. Because you know nowadays what people are doing is they overreact super hard. And then they regret it. Here's another one I would have done. Now tell me this. That player for Duke is wearing the Nike shoe mm-hmm. when the Nike ripped, and he fucking busted over. Sorry, Williamson. <laughs> I would have bought it right then, right after that shit dipped. And people were like, "Oh, the Nike." When Colin Kaepernick, that whole thing, <laughs> jumped on Nike right then. What I want to find when? Just wait till I see something that I know. Oh yeah, because I thought of that when that guy's shoe ripped. I've been like. People are going to stop putting in money on Nikes. It's going to dip down. But Nike's so fucking well established that you know it might not go back up to Jordan era link. You know, whatever. But you can't buy that many shares. It's still going to be astronomical amount. I want to get the the brand. I want to get Nike just before they sign Jordan. That's what I mean. You can't. It's harder to. But you can make a couple grand here and there. Off those little dips where people well, overreact can, and call those hundreds shots. Hundreds of thousands of dollars if you right. catch it before you get right. that. Lo- it's like hitting the lottery. Right. But at the same time, it's like, man, what do I believe is going to. Right. And then if it fails, you know, okay, I'm out a thousand dollars. Right. I've listened to somebody talk about this before on a podcast, somebody who has a lot of money and the, the stock market game he plays is. He waits for somebody to something that overreacts, overreacts in the media with an established brand, sees that the shit's dropped, buys it then, and then makes a cool couple grand, pulls it out. Well, remember, <laughs> remember when Champion used been, to be big back in the day? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did Indiana's jerseys. Well, Champion is now sold in Finish Line and Foot Locker. It's coming back. So is Fila. So imagine if you would have got it back back when it plummeted, mm-hmm. and you could wait out that ten to fifteen year span that it's nothing, and then boom, it just skyrockets right. again. Like, see, I'm, I'm always in there for those quick hits. Uh, I'm sure there's some sort of stipulations, but yeah, I'm I'm I couldn't I couldn't. I mean, obviously, it's it's by low side, right. but. Right, and that's that's all I'm doing. But you're right, you know, you're not gonna get that many stocks in an already established brand that dipped a little bit. So, I mean, if you you're gonna want, and I don't even, I don't even know what Nike is right now, but what you get one stock in Nike for fucking three grand or four I, grand? I wouldn't or, even know. Yeah, I, I have no idea. Yeah, that's just I mean that's just yeah. off the top of my head. I have no clue. Right, but damn, one stock is like, right. yeah, yeah, you're right. I just thought, well, you know, that's that's something to look at, look into or pay or what more if, attention of. 
or what if, trying to get guess the next big thing? What if I would have really tried to guess the next big thing? And I think, oh, this new football, professional football league they're getting ready to have before last year. You probably never even heard of it. You can't, yeah. Dude, but that is it, something it, it that's did, it did, not... It did not last a full season. No. The only thing that's going to take... Any, look, we are a... Sorry, guys. We are You're not going against the NFL. Country. It's just the way it is. You're not going against the NFL. And Hockey will always be niche. Soccer will always be niche. No matter how it, much you want to try to make it, football reigns supreme. It's just going to do it until... And I don't care what league you come up with. Now that now the XFL is coming back out oh in 2020. Like, I don't care how. You're much, not going to have the top athletes. You're not. No, gonna you're not going to. You're not going to, because people already know. Like this is this isn't football season. Yeah, and they've football already got, season. Okay, this is what I care about. Like, maybe you do something in the off season to kind of wet people's. I voices. wish I wish I would have put money in Little Caesars ten years ago <laughs> before it made a comeback. Yeah, because think how Little Caesars was hard to find. Yeah. Ten years ago. Yeah. They still had it here, didn't they? No. Did it go away here for a minute? A long time. The last place we had Little Caesars was where you worked. Right. And they, and it was funny because at that time, they were testing out. They would have, they called customer appreciation days, where they'd sell a pizza for $4.99. And we had those days. It was fucking crazy how many people ordered pizzas. It was insane. I was, I would get to the point where there can't be this many people in this town. I fucking would come away from, uh, you know, before we had to have our full staff before I could make all pizzas myself. You had to have one guy throwing the cheese. I just did the sauce. I remember one time, and my hand, I had fucking carpal tunnel. I cramped. From ladling oh, so shit. much fucking sauce. And for some reason, it took them so long to figure out that, hey, what were we doing good before? Where were our big boosts? Oh, we made a bunch of money. What was that? Oh, that was the four ninety nine customer appreciation day. Why don't we just and go with that all, all the time? <laughs> and have all these warmers in right. here. That's all we do. Right. You can still order specialty pizzas if you want. Right. You're going to have to wait for it. Right. But you have a thing. A cooler of two liters right here, right. and you have all the, you have three, a cheese, a sausage, a pepperoni, you have all these things stacked up, Ready and you go. can walk in and feed your kids for 20 right. bucks. And it, once they flipped that, it, it seemed to take them a while to figure that one out. Once they flipped it and did, okay, we're not going to have these customer appreciate this is going to be our whole fucking bag because we're getting so much fucking business when we do this that we could ride this out more than we can making fucking specialty pieces and you know and, you know places like Domino's and shit they do, they do the same thing because they have five dollar pizzas that's not a little Caesars pizza is not a large pizza no it's a small it's a medium yeah it's a medium yeah, okay, you're right. It is a medium. It's 12 inch. And. Here, let me see. <laughs> that's about 12 inch. That's a, you couldn't see, but I that's put my. small 12 inch. I, I put my dick up to the pizza box we had. Like, <laughs> and let's also be honest. It's barely pizza. It's like, barely pizza. It's just over frozen pizza. I mean, it is. It's, 
I, just over. To be honest with you, I would actually prefer a Jack's Pizza <laughs> or Tombstone. <laughs> yeah, that that I could doctor my put my own mm-hmm. toppings on for a little bit more. But you can't. You can't. You really can't. But when you're ready to like, like if your kids have people come stay the night and stuff, and it's like, man, I don't want to like, cook for all these kids and stuff, and all, man. You go and grab four or five pizzas, and you have less than thirty bucks invested, yeah. in it and it's done within ten minutes. The kids, pizza. and the kids are satisfied. With pizza, right? It's you know, it's not a big deal. But the thing that, like, if you order the Pizza Hut five dollar pizzas, okay, yeah, I can get five pizzas for twenty five bucks. But they're small. But you, but you tennis. forgot about the delivery cost right. and. Whatever other fees they throw in there, but oh, you got to tip the asshole. But too. but it always ends up being so much more than just driving five minutes. By the time that pizza gets delivered, I could have driven over there to Little Caesar, picked up the pizzas, came back, and the kids have already eaten and they're already calmed down. Yeah. Before that pizza guy gets there, forty-five minutes to an hour later. I, I feel like, oh, I gotta leave my tip. If if it would just be, okay, here's your five dollar pizzas. Don't worry about tipping. Our our our, our, our delivery guy makes enough money because we pay him enough right. by the hour. I get, I guarantee you, they would sell double the amount of pizzas, right, out of there. Yeah, it's um, and then like like you said, when I've gone to Domino's. And gotten their deals, you know, and gone and gone to pick it up because I don't want to have to pay for delivery and tip. It's not a medium pizza; it's a small, it's a it ten is. inch, and you're like, "Oh fuck, is this gonna do?" Me and Evan, I'm like, "Oh, we only want three slices of two. Oh, I him, yeah, it's yeah, it, you know, it's better pizza, but I mean, I don't know, like, it is what it is. I mean. And it's a, it's an option. Well, and the thing is, I've relied on the, the little season pizza to get me through quite a few pretty broke spells in my life. I have to sure, you know, but honestly, if you go to like McDonald's and get their dollar menu, okay, can I? I can get five large pizzas for twenty five bucks. Well, basically thirty bucks after tax. Or I can go get 25 McDoubles. 25 McDoubles in a, in a couple of big well, bags? Here's what is funny. There's a lot of food. The last time we we, we talked, I, I was, we were talking about these, and I was wrong. Like We were talking about the difference between a McDouble and a double cheeseburger. Is there's one more slice of cheese on the double cheeseburger, and it is only under 20 cents more it's like 20 cents more to get a double cheeseburger they must have rate i stopped looking at their prices but i looked at their prices the last time we were talking about them it's damn near it's a dollar fucking 69 for a mcdouble for a mcdouble now it's not a dollar anymore it used to be a dollar then a dollar 10 and back to a dollar was it their like double cheeseburger that's on there no mcdouble is a dollar 69 and the mcdouble wait the McDouble's a dollar sixty nine. The double cheeseburgers is like a dollar eighty nine. It might be dollar fifty nine, dollar seventy nine, 
But it's like, yeah, it's a dollar sixty for a fucking. Do you remember for McDouble. when? Do you remember when? <laughs> it's not just a dollar. You think it's a dollar? But... Do you remember when you used to be able to go to McDonald's and get a thirty-nine cent hamburger? I sure do. And a forty-nine cent cheeseburger. Yeah, we used to go. My dad and... used to go and buy bags. Yeah, we used to get fifty fucking dollars worth of. Well, <laughs> yeah, one time we did get like fifty dollars. Well, you had that, and then on Sundays at Taco Bell. You had like thirty nine cent uh, oh my God. tacos and forty nine cent taco supremes. That was crazy because you could take twenty bucks and you literally get forty burgers. <laughs> That's crazy. Forty burgers. Yeah. How dude, how would that not feed? Your family. I don't care how big you are. You know how you had open lunches like a junior and a senior oh, at yeah. high school? That was when they were doing that for me. So, like, people would give us money and we would just take 20 bucks and get fucking 40 cheeseburgers and bring them back to school and give them the kids for the. I'll tell you one thing in Frankfurt, and maybe it's other Taco Bells. I don't know why they got rid of this thing because it was the best thing on the menu by far the chili cheeseburger or the the the, the chili cheese burrito uh, i don't know they got rid of it i don't know i don't do chili cheese it's just oh, not me I, don't, I get people like it but no it was it was 89 cents and it was a, a big ass burrito chili cheese and you could add sour cream to it a big ass chili cheese burrito for 89 cents <laughs> Three of those and you can't even eat anymore. Right. Okay, so I have three bucks wrapped up in my meal. Right. But they got rid of it and they have not had that chili, that chili cheese burrito for years now. And yeah, so we're uh, we're trying to say no. Here we are. We're talking about a small town. We're talking about Obviously talking, obviously, obviously talking about small town because all we have are restaurants, <laughs> fast, fast food. Rest. Like we don't have anything no. major. Applebee's is where you go on Easter Sunday, <clears throat> that kind of shit. The family. Ponderosa is what used to be where you went, but now it's <laughs> yeah. Ponderosa used to be what you when you met with the grandma or something. <laughs> yeah. Remember Emma's Pizzeria? I do remember Emma's Pizzeria. How great was that yeah. place? I don't remember liking it as much as I like Mr. Gaddy's. I don't remember how either one of those pizzas was. Was Mr. Tasted. Gaddy's a buffet? It was where Emma's was. No, it wasn't a buffet. Emma's was a buffet. So that right there tells you that it's better. All right. <laughs> but, I just don't remember but, the taste of either one of them. I just remember I liked the experience of going to Mr. Gaddy's. Well, they had a big screen TV. Right? Yeah. Well, Emma's kept that big screen TV. Did they? I don't know. Yeah, it was like a 100-inch screen or something. We used to play... Um, shows there we were a little hippie acoustic band because they had the coffee shop at the front of Emma's for yep. a little time there before they moved it downtown again something that they tried to put for teenagers that they had flocks of teenagers it was flocked with teenagers that must have been the yeah. age of Starbucks coming in well the age was, of like Friends, the fucking Central Park. What Perk they found and, out is, and I think, you know, it's another ugh. big thing, what's keeping the malls alive, clinging to life, and what's keeping movie theaters clinging to life, is one factor that a lot of people don't really think about is that when you become a teenager, you get your driver's license, or your buddy gets your driver's license, 
You are looking to go somewhere your parents aren't. Right. You sure. want to go hang out with other teenagers. Right. That's not at somebody's house where parents are going to be. Or you're going to the house where the parents don't care that you fucking drink uh-huh. beer. Sure. Wills. <laughs> or you're you know, going to the house where parents aren't in town. And that's all it is. When I took my kids to see... Um, when I went took my kids to Lebanon to see uh, the last movie we saw, it was like Goosebumps. Saturday night, packed. Packed with teenagers. The mall, anytime you've ever gone. Now, there might not be a lot of people buying shit there. Packed with teenagers. Emma's p- Pizzeria at the front of the store where they had the little coffee shop and had a place for teenagers. Packed with teenagers. Well, what ruined that place, what they realized is teenagers don't have money. a lot of money. So they weren't spending a lot of money there. Right. They were just hanging out there. Mm-hmm. So if you could somehow figure out a way to provide stuff for teenagers, but still make money, that's the whole fucking weird thing. That's why it doesn't work. That's why there's nothing here. Because it doesn't work. You still get the teenagers who group together and are going to go walk around on the side of the fucking building. Because they want Smoke a joint. Because they want independence. go on a country cruise. They're going to go do their drugs. It's not like you're keeping them from drugs by giving them places to hang out. You're no. giving them meeting places to meet up so then little individual groups of them can go and sit in somebody's car and smoke a joint. Or they got a fucking couple beers in another person. Well, these guys are going to go drink a couple beers in their fucking car. This person's putting them in a fucking McDonald's cup what, or whatever. You what know, do you filling think it with liquor. Would, People still want, the teenagers still want to get fucked up and be free of their parents. <laughs> I think that's what, a, just a big what, thing you can't get What past. do you think would change I mean, it's kind of a double-edged sword, but, you know, what would get kids to have their parents give them money that parents feel like, oh, that's a safe place for them to go. I don't mind giving them money. I don't know. I think I, I, even if it's twenty bucks that each kid gets from their parents. Well, my mom used to give me twenty bucks, drop us off at the mall. Remember arcades? I bet at that, that right, that's what I mean. At that time, I would take five of that. We go to the arcade. I take another five of that. It was they had a Burger King. We get something to yeah, eat. Yeah, uh, at the mall. At the mall. Oh, Aladdin's cat or Sultan's? Sultan's right, right across from yeah. Was it we would, we would, no, It was Sultan's um, Castle. Sultan's Castle, something like that. I think it is. So take five bucks and play whatever, you know, quarter games. It was do. cool in there. And then we would go to Burger It was almost a ritual. We'd go to Burger King, get something to eat, and then we'd go see a movie. I had that last ten bucks. I could see a movie and get popcorn and get a drink. Ten bucks. It's all spent. Well, once the movie started getting more expensive, I think kids stopped going to the arcade, started going to the movies, the arcade fell off, and then I think after that, I think the kids just get allowances that allowances probably have had gone to have had to be boosted up, and now I think they still just do the same damn thing. They either go buy some drugs or go buy some beer, or they go to the movies with their girl and the friends. Like I don't think any of that's going to change. I think you just. It's not... It's just the times that change. Yeah, it's... The technology that changes. Yeah, and it's it's so funny because, you know, people talk about stuff like 
this generation, that generation. You're talking about an entire age of people. You're not talking about a type of person. The types always exist throughout history. When you go, you can go all the way back. Okay, let's start it. The greatest generation. Okay, you had a type of person oh, that went to war. Right. You had a type of person that went to war. But you also had beatniks. You know what I mean? Right. Then the next generation, the baby boomers. Oh, the baby boomers, the baby boomers. They also had the hippies. You know? Oh, Generation X, Generation X, you know, they're starting shit. You had the slackers from that generation. The grunge. Right. So, you could say now you have, oh, the millennials are, they're all lazy. No, no, no. There's a subset, a type of person that would have been a hippie 20 years ago. Right. Or, or would have been a slacker 20 years ago, a hippie 40 years ago, and a fucking beaten it 60 years ago. The only thing I say... This whole generation is not completely ruined. No, You're no, still going to have... I'm not saying it. Rich, no, 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 but I'm, you know, people like to call they it. They do. You're still going to... They like to say it's back. ruined, but the only thing I will say about my generation, which your generation is a little before mine, my generation... We grew up through so many changes so quickly. Oh, yeah. And it's like we never had time to adapt to one certain thing. Right. Now you have the next generation, like my kids and stuff like that. They know how, like millennials, they know how to, first of all, deal with relationships while with all this social media and all this stuff my generation it's like we don't know how to have we don't know how to handle all the social media and all this stuff and being able to be contacted and all this stuff all all shit man i i remember not even having fucking internet and now, internet, everybody on their phone, like, three-year-olds have it on their phone. Like, from 1970 to 1990, there wasn't that big of a change in how things were. There was still no internet. There was still, mm. you know, but but from 1990 to 2010, it's like, yeah. holy shit, dude. Like, right. shit has changed. Right. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I think, no. I think you know, what I can't understand is how kids get bad grades these days because there's answers out there right at their fingertips right. on their phone. Like mm-hmm. They can just be like, they can type in the question on their homework. They still have to test for knowledge. On homework, you're supposed to get 100%. Because we've always had the answers in the books. Right. You never but, had but to I'm do saying the homework like, by memory. But I'm not, I'm not even saying like, I'm saying but you... Like, if you have a, they give you a sheet that is for your test, and you can, you can, you know, go on the internet and find all the answers and then study it, study it, study it, study it, study it, study it. Right. You well, study. The, yeah, you still have to study. That's something that will never change. You still have to study. Right. But my God, don't act like you, I don't know how to do that. Don't act like you don't know how to do right. this. 
Because you can get on Google mm. and ask Google anything mm. and find the answer if right. you are willing to do it. Right. And kids just aren't willing to do that. They'll do everything else on the computer, but right. they won't do that. Right. And I'm just like, but I won't do that. <laughs> exactly. But you know, no, no. But more along the lines of my, the point, the point I was trying to make is that like, just like when you had a generation of hippies, you thought, oh, this is a generation of hippies. That was a subset of people born at that time. You still had rich fucking squares who were going to go into politics. You think, well, you know, when I first started looking into it, I go, why is it shit a whole lot better? Because there was a fucking generation of fucking hippies that are now in charge of everything. No, no, no. The hippies are wandering around still aimless. The guy, the, Tommy the, Chong. The, the, the people that, that went to the high colleges and studied and got into politics, they became the politicians, not the hippies. And, and you know, so like this I, generation, I, I kind of sh- see like where you think that, because I remember thinking about my parents, because they grew up they right. they graduated in 1970. Right. So I'm thinking, oh shit, like fucking Wonder Years time period, like, right. And I'm yeah. thinking, I I had recently gotten you know into listening to like groups like Led Zeppelin and Pink Floyd and all this stuff. And they're like, oh no. And when I asked my parents about, it, like, that's what that's what the hippies listen to. Right. So it wasn't all. I'm like, all weren't fucking hippies. My dad. I, I said. So what, <laughs> I said, Dad. So what you listen to? He's like bread. And I'm like bread. I know bread, Chicago. You listening to bread over Led Zeppelin? Are you know, kidding me? Come on, dude. I know. My dad's like, the monkeys? I'm like, you faggot. <laughs> like, over, over Led Zeppelin? <laughs> I know. Like, <laughs> I to cut that faggot out. <laughs> Led Zeppelin. I know. The greatest rock band of all time. And you're just like, no, yeah. we didn't listen to that stuff. Right. But, right. They, but, but they even say now, like, yeah, as we got older, it's like, oh, that was really good music. Right. But they, yeah, they were fucking squares, man. And then, you know, but to to the larger point of, like, what can you do to bubble up a teenager? There's always going to be a subset of teenagers, and you just hope your teenager isn't one of them that's going to use drugs. The past is going to go down a darker road. You can try to set up things, divert it, you know, divert the flow. To where they don't end up in the gutter and fucked up. Yeah. And, but, uh, I mean, I think just a, a percentage of them are always going to be I don't drinking. Think, I don't think people have changed. No, I think just stuff around. Because they, even they even they say shit like, God, there's just so many pedophiles out there. Oh, there's so many murderers out there. No, we just hear about it a lot more now. It's actually statistically gotten better. But our knowledge of everything and has you think gotten there weren't pedophiles increased. back in the fifties? No, there were more. Right. <laughs> but it just it just was not public record. Right, and you didn't get right there on the internet. You know, we get news from not just what's going on here, from all around us, nationally, what's going on. So we're taking in much more news information than what we used to take in in the Frankfurt paper. Right. Or the Journal and Courier was out of Lafayette or the Indianapolis Star for that matter. Or even the USA Ooh. Today. 
everything I've just mentioned, nobody goes to anymore. No. It's all complete, and you hear about the girl missing in Michigan, or somebody getting raped over the there. The Delphi murders. Yeah. But in fact, it's safer. But yet, our parents are even way more fucking strict with our grandkids about what they let them do than what they let us do at that oh age. Oh my god. Even well, though it was worse back then. When I, when I was eight or nine years old, I was gone all day on my bike. Right. Going to TPA Park. I could ride my bike anywhere I wanted. Yeah. Now, as a parent, my daughter's seven, almost 17. And I'm like, oh, should I let her walk to the park? I know. And it's gotten better, though. Should I let her walk to the park? I know. I know. Dude, it's, it's four blocks. <laughs> my son's 12, <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. Can I leave him here while I just go to the gas station real quick? Like, in the fucking apartment, not doing anything. I'm going to be gone 10 minutes tops. And I fucking question that shit. That's, it's... it's it's amazing how much that they put so much fear into the boogeyman when it was so much worse when we were children because that was the age of think about it it was the age of the kids on the mail cartons but unsolved mysteries but at the same was, time and I don't mean this poorly against kids these days I don't mean that we were necessarily they're not as street smart as we were. The, more, no, we, we weren't more intelligent, but we were more we aware were more of our surroundings. At a younger, even a younger age. Because we were exposed to it. Right. And then we've protected them now, and they're almost more childish than they should be at this age. And let me tell you something, Frank. For, if, if anybody's ever going to listen to this, and I hope this is something that you hear, because it's one of the biggest things... I've thought about this town because I was right in the midst of it. Right in the middle of everything. This town went downhill when you took the schools out of the communities. Out of the neighborhoods. You took all the elementary schools out of the neighborhoods and kids didn't have a fucking place to belong anymore. And you literally put two school, three schools now on the outskirts of town. <laughs> so, so kids can't walk to those schools Kids can't go there to meet up to play sports together. Kids, the biggest thing was we wanted to beat Southside in basketball. We wanted to beat Riley because they were the rich kids. That's that. So that gave us Lincoln kids a sense of accomplishment. Neighborhood. Yes, and I had a, I had a place to go my entire childhood. It was a block and a half away to go play basketball every single day. And we sure in the hell did. Every time we came over here, we went to You go, you go, and now, like, what's Lincoln School? Nobody even fucking remembers it because it's a a group of houses. What? For what? Now I have to drive my kids to TPA Park. Yeah. And sit there at the fucking bench while they have a play time. It's bullshit, man. I... I, (laughs) Yeah, I think I, I think it's the biggest band. thing that happened to this town was you took the school and I, I remember all my teachers. They meant something to me. Sure, the the school was built in 1939, but it wasn't falling down. It needed upgrades. Sure, put air conditioning in it or whatever. Or, I didn't grow up with air conditioning in my school, but. 
Yeah, and if you open the windows, all the bees came in and shit. Like that's just, but that's just what you dealt with. And I, I would, I would love for more than anything for my kids to have experienced that, not being cradled and like, oh, coddle these kids and man, going to middle school, there was a bus stop like every three or four blocks. Now they're dropping kids off. Well, this kid got off at his house, drive 20 feet. Oh, another kid getting dropped off. No, man, you you met at a, at a, at a stop, at a, at a bus stop. Now they're so afraid. They have like a thousand bus stops where they used to have 10. Yeah. Out in the country, I get it. I get it. Right. You they, don't want kids walking along a country road. Yeah. I understand. It would that. Impossible, be impossible for me growing up out in the country that I did to go anywhere because there were fucking miles between sure. the kids that went. Sure. So you picked me up at the end of my lane on 900. Like, I had to walk down the end of that lane. They didn't just come to my house, but I mean, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> I was a 45 minute fucking bus ride into McCutcheon, man. That shit oh, sure. sucked. But now all the parents do is just take their kids to schools outside of the city. And I, nobody I, wants to support Franklin man, anymore. It's a horrible fucking shithole. My daughter. I have my actual biological daughter and I have two stepkids. And their mom has always wanted them to go out to Clinton Prairie. So every day I got to drive out to Clinton Prairie. That's fine. I get it. That's what you want them to do. But my daughter rides the bus right in front of school, right in front of the house. I know she's safe when she gets on the bus. I don't have to deal with anything about school unless I pick her up for being sick. Every day I got to drive the kids out to Prairie and then pick them up. To me, that's blasphemy. Those are fucking farm kids, man. Central and Prairie. Not anymore. Those not are fucking, anymore. I know. They're, they're not farm they kids. I mean, kids. Central still is, but Prairie's not farm kids anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not saying that it's not necessarily a... It's a, tight, a tight-knit a tight community out there. I mean, all the teachers are good teachers, whatever. Like, they're, they're all about the kids and yada, yada, yada. But, you know, I don't think that any kid that comes from there is going to have any better of a chance than a kid coming from Frankfurt. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think that her kids are more intelligent than my daughter because they went to Prairie and she went to Frankfurt. Right. I just think that it's not like Prairie is some private school that, you know, only takes the creme de la creme. Right. You know, I, I just think that if people got sick of, Frankfurt going downhill and wanted another option for their children that isn't Frankfurt. And, and, and I don't blame her for wanting her kids to go there. I really don't. Her her dad went there. Her grandma worked there her whole life. I, I guarantee you, though, the gym's better at Frankfurt. Sports how could facilities be? are better. The fucking theater's better. I'm, I almost haven't been to any. I guarantee oh, it's better. Been, oh, it's better. The theater is fucking the shit at Frankfurt. That's why I love being in theater in, in high school. Frankfurt has a pool. Prairie doesn't have a pool. Yeah, so I don't, I don't understand. Is it the teachers? What, what is drawing kids away from Frankfurt school? I don't the know. Mexicans. <laughs> Seriously, that's that's what I've heard. That 
the the other the teachers have to pay so much attention to the Mexicans that don't speak English that it's taken away from and it's it's, it's producing poor poor test scores because yeah. everything's about test scores. Well, didn't they lower the test scores? Or the the, the I, I have no, no idea. Well, I can Yeah, I shouldn't have spoke out of turn like that because I, I I'd have to check into it. But there was something I had read somewhere where they um. We got a new superintendent. I don't think it's a superintendent anymore, but some years back where they weren't meeting the standards. Oh, that's what it was. They weren't meeting standards, so they just lowered the standards. So then the next year when the new superintendent came and lowered the standards, made it seem like they were doing better. But then they still grade all the schools on the metrics in Frankfurt. It's still, I've looked it up at the bottom sure. of the state, at the bottom. And, you know, I don't think the kids are stupid. I just think, because I guarantee you Frankfurt 20 years ago was not at the bottom. No. My thing is, too, though, like, with my son, I wouldn't mind if he went to Frankfurt if he lived here. But I'm I'm glad in a way that he goes to Lebanon. Sure. It's a better school. It's nicer. I think they're doing. They're, 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 it's a lot higher rated um, than Frankfurt. But. I wouldn't say, oh, it's the end of the world. I went to Frankfurt. Think how cool you're a hot dog. Yeah. Dude, fuck those Lebanon Tigers. <laughs> yeah, that was a big rival back yeah. in the day. Guys I know still get on that. I see him. I, I never thought I'd take my move to Lebanon and have my kid be a Lebanon Tiger. Well, fucking shut up. It's a fucking school. It's a school. Get over it. We are so tribal. <laughs> I know. It's so, so stupid. It's so but you get that as a kid when you were talking about the neighborhood schools. They literally, they had schools dotted all over the neighborhoods. They were smaller, but they represented a, a, a place that kids could go to. Like he said, after school, you could meet up with your friends. You played sports. You played games. You It's just your neighborhood school. They literally plucked these all out and built schools, what, three? That are literally on the outskirts of town well no they only had two green meadows right where's that at well that's all one though oh yeah that's right oh right 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 right, right. and Suncrest is so they built two they have two schools on the edges of town and what do they have in place of these schools now in Lincoln they built houses but in all the other ones Kiger Riley they have dead space just Dead space. Almost like a, some kind of jank little park. It's not even worth fucking with because nobody ever goes there because nothing works. It's all shit. But all right, man. Well, we've done we've done an hour. We want to thank you all for listening. Um, quick update: I uh, gave you the podcast email in the last episode. I was a little wrong, but I highly doubt anybody emailed us anyway. Um, but if you want to email the podcast and, uh, let your voice be heard, we'll read them if we get any and, uh, we will, um, address any of them, but it's smalltownperkspod at gmail.com. That's smalltownperkspod at gmail.com. Some asshole had smalltownperks at gmail. Really? I figured, man, if there was one that, that they haven't, somebody hasn't. Yeah, for for everybody listening, you know, if you if you want to combat anything we have to say, or you want to 
feed off of anything we're saying, positive, negative. I, I don't care. We're, you know, we're not here to make anybody feel bad or anybody uh, feel no. good. We're not here to spit the rule of law with this shit that comes off. We're literally just sitting here. On top of our heads. Shooting shit uh, and whatever comes up, comes up. And if we agree may with be... it or, or if you have anything to say, please just yeah. contact us. I, I appreciate you listening. Yeah. Um, you know, we're, we're not doing this for, you know, any other reason than just to hang out and talk about the town talk about things we care about and so um yeah so you know anything we've said that we might only have one certain view of a larger issue that maybe you have another side to that issue you know i'm always i'm never gonna be somebody who's closed down and be like this is what i think blah 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 i am always open yeah, it's like things I didn't see in another life. Hey, yeah, if, if it helps broaden my perspective, that's maybe who I am today. Absolutely. If if you can change my opinion of schools or whatever in this town, or, or whatever, there's a whole crazy reason why it's so much better than the elementary schools, whatever it is, whatever we talk about, if you've got another side, please email us if you'd like to come on. Hey, maybe we'll make that happen as well. But for now, I've been Rod. I've been DKP, Dustin Perkins in the house. And have a good night.